uh, bio. Oh, bye, Stacey. Thanks for hanging with me. Welcome to the BYOK Live, where we discuss the trending stories, strangest dilemmas, and real-life topics. Okay now, lovelies, let's get into some things. Yo, 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 it is Tuesday, and like I was just telling my TikTok friends here, um, what a vibe, what a vibing Tuesday. Um, Good feels, nothing but good feels, nothing but good mood, good attitude, because what we're, we're moving forward, we're moving up. This is what I've heard is the Jordan year. Now, I was slow, y'all. I didn't get it. But I'm like, oh, 23 Jordan, get it. So what that means is we're going to get it, we're going to grind it, and we're going to actually see it because we're going to work towards, and it's right there. We've been preparing for it, I feel like, all last year, mentally, physically, emotionally. And so now it's time to, to grab hold. And the topic today is about um, removing space, like things that are taking up space that is prohibiting you from from reach from reaching that vision or prohibiting you from moving forward. It's like you're moving forward, but it's something right there blocking you. And nine times out of 10, it's the thing that you won't let go of. So that is the main topic of today. Um, and so before we get into all of that, I just want to, uh, I guess, let's just get into two cents. So the first segment that I have is uh, called Sunshine. Basically, it's just highlighting, I don't know, affirmations or just some cool, like positive things that's happening around the world because we, we'll get into the nonsense later, but let's start off on a positive note. So here we go. I love that song. So the first, you know what? I'm so excited. I don't even have the screen up. I'm just singing. So the first thing, Thing is the first thing is on um Instagram. I actually reposted it because I loved it so much, courtesy of Girl Plus God. And it says, Sis, you over here doubting yourself while so many people are afraid of your potential. Now, let me tell you about people. Here's a secret: some people see your potential more than you do. I said it again: some people see your potential more than you do. So those people that might have more insight on you, on your potential than you are, may find a way to distract you or may find a way to use it for their benefit to make it happen for them. Meanwhile, you're over here like, I'm not capable. I'm not this because some people just like I feel like just purposely don't congratulate you don't notice you don't nothing and i don't know what that's about I, I don't know you know but 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 there are people that do that so what i say to you is tap into your potential learn who you are make things happen for you too but like that's that's like that gave me so much energy when i read that because i hear people all the time saying you know oh you're so smart and you're so you know capable and you're so this you know but they only but when they see you starting to climb up then it's like somehow you're not good enough it's your fault this is your fault that is your fault that that's only so people can keep you know keep you at arm's length you know and and there but there are people that'll like tell you your potential and push you forward and those are the people that that, that are sharpening your iron because iron sharpens iron right so 
I say again, you don't even know the power you have within you. We always looking outside of us, but if you really tapped into the power, the power of you, oh my God, honey, that's powerful. That is totally powerful. So I just wanted to share that affirmation and just give you encouragement on today. Now, this is funny. I don't even know if this is positive, but this really made me laugh. Uh, courtesy of the neighborhood talk where uh, the lady says, I don't care how tight you fold your arms on your flyer. I'm still using TurboTax. I thought it was funny because why do all tax advertisements, <laughs> why are they always posed like this? Is this supposed to make me feel comfortable with me giving you giving you my money to do my taxes? This is supposed to make me feel confident that you know what you're doing, right? <laughs> I just thought this was a funny, funny because this pose is always on any tax advertisement, on any tax advertisement. So I just thought that was funny. <laughs> and the neighborhood talk says just because you took an accounting class in college don't mean you qualified to do taxes. That is also true. That is also true because you find out you'll be claiming stuff and the IRS will pay. They'll let you get a far. They'll let you get a far. They'll let you get so far, but they're going to find you. They're going to find you. And then our last in this category is, um, I thought this was really touching. Um, Pastor John Gray, he shared like a touching post to Tyrese. And I thought this was so amazing because I don't feel like Tyrese gets his just due. He's a very talented singer. He's a very talented actor. And I know that, um, I guess his emotions and things like that have, I guess, made people just like, you know, turn off for him. But it's just like, dude, he's really, he's wrote a whole book. He's, he's accomplished a lot. And he did. I think his last album was like not even connected to a, um, a record deal. Anyway, let's get into this. So real. Um, so the pastor says, when I was trying to figure out a way to end my life, I made a mistake. I called Tyrese. He said, let me call you right back. Two hours later, he was in my driveway. He dragged me out of the house and into a vehicle that took me to a certified counselor. Oh, yeah. And an IV drip chef's table full of food and holistic professionals ready to get all the pain in my body and so alleviated he is the most gifted human on the planet he is top 10 r&b singer all time top grossing film actor he's a better friend and had continued to be a real friend and brother happy birthday to my friend and brother and may god bless you and the kids and your family for generations to come when i was almost dead you fought for me I won't ever forget it. I know it's been a couple of days, but we celebrate all month. Happy birthday. And it's like you never know. Like, I love stories like this. I don't know if you um ever heard of Tweet. Like, Tweet was about to, like, throw in the towel. And Missy Elliott had, was, like, talking on her, um her uh oh, what do you call them? It's, it's voicemail, we call it now. Her answer machine. On her answer machine. And she picked up. And she was just at the, the brink of taking her life. You never know. Like when you have that gut feeling to call somebody or text somebody or stop by and see somebody, do it. Do it because you never know. You never know how much you can make and break that person in that sad moment. So so I thought that that was really, uh, I thought that that was really cool. So that is our, uh, I don't know, that is, that is our sunshine uh, segment for today. So let's, uh, before we get into that, let's get into our partner, uh, Miss Michi. 
at hashtag the blueprint media live hey y'all it's your girl miss michi checking in with my girl renita from be your own kind you know that's my sis make sure that you tune in every thursday to the blueprint live at 6 30 p.m central standard time live on facebook and youtube and then you can catch me on Florent radio philly jams 95.3 Indie 101.5 and Mixed Talk Media. And I'm available anywhere that you listen to podcasts, okay? And your radio shows. So get on it, okay? Let's do this. I love to connect with you and promote what you got going on. Let's get it. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the Blueprint Live, visit the bpmediacode.com today. Oh, sorry. I was talking to TikTok. It's so awkward because they can see me and then you can't. But, uh, okay. <laughs> So, um, shout out to our partner, Miss Michi at the Blueprint Media Live. Speaking of her, next Thursday, January 19th, if you are in Illinois, um, she will be having her fourth annual anniversary show at Tony's Gaming Parlor um, in Crete, Illinois, 6.30 p.m. until I will be in attendance and I'm excited because I miss all of Chicago things. Um, so I'm very excited to um, to be to be home and also to celebrate with my sis four years of being in media, four years of podcasting, four years of networking. So let's let's get into it. Grab your tickets while you can reserve a spot. Registry is free. It's free. Um, you will go to Eventbrite and you would just type in um, the Blueprint Blueprint Live fourth anniversary. So get into it. I will actually put the link in the comments uh, on the YouTube and the Facebook. So. There you go. All right. Yes. Yes. All right. So let's get into our next segment, which um, which is flashback. Okay. This segment I thought was cute because there's always I always wonder. It's just about me. Like I always wonder what happened on said day years ago. So, um, and it always seems to land on something kind of cool. So this flashback today, what is this, January 10th, um, the vinyl record was introduced like in 1949. Now, we do not use records, we do not use tapes, and we do not use CDs any longer. We stream, stream, stream. But how cool, like I didn't live in like the vinyl days. So this is about to be off subject, but I do remember the tape days. I do remember the mixtape days where I listened to the radio all day, waiting on my song, hitting the record, like waiting all day. Like that song would play all day until I put my tape um, in that uh, in that radio. And I would just wait for it for my next song, for my next song, for my next song. That was life. That was love. So anyway, on this day, January 10th, back in 1949, this is courtesy of 92moose.fm. The vinyl record was introduced by RCA. Records like you have may seen in your parents' basements or attics. Um, as I wrote yesterday, I only have one in my in her possession. This wasn't the case back in my youngest days. We talked about full out. Well, they're talking about other stuff. So basically, the vinyl was created. And I'm super excited about that. Just for the simple fact that I know that random, random facts that January 10th, the first vinyl was introduced in 1949. So that is our flashback for the day. Now, let's get into some stuff with Kiwi Ree. All right. So I didn't want to touch on this story, 
but I had to because the internet never fails. It never fails me. I'm minding my own business, not bothering anybody. And I come across this on Hip Hop Now TV that says a married couple finds out that they are brother and sister 13 years into the relationship. Has there never been a family reunion or any talk 13 years? 13, and I guess it is possible if you don't know your whole like family tree. I just 13. Okay, let's get into what he has to say. Let me cut this on. All right, so I met this lady in 2008. We got married in 2011. We had our first child in 2011. We had our second child in 2015. We've been married for 10 years. We've been together for 13 years. We just recently found out we're brothers and sisters. All right, so first of all, they do they they do resemble each other. Um, then somebody says this is what happens when men live double lives. It can happen to anyone. But once I find out, I'm sorry, I could be 30 years in and I'm out. That's the thing. That's the question. Once you find out that you are related to your sister or your brother, what do you do? Like. Do you just keep riding it out like you guys weren't <laughs> like brother and sister? Or do you say, okay, we have to call it quits? Because 13 years is a really long, long time. Like, it's like history built and, and all types of stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they should do. It's just it's just a sticky dilemma, right? Yeah. I, thir- it just thir- I want to know how they found out. Like, I almost want to be nosy and find them on social media and be like, well, how did you even come to that salute to that that's my man and i'm gonna stick beside him i mean you've been with him for 13 years what does it matter and they almost could have got away with it had he not came on social media and told everybody that's my thing once i found out and i wanted to stay now you got people sad at him because he done told the whole world but that's the thing like 13 years you've already shared a whole life with this person so it's just like i don't know i don't know <laughs> And one of them, one of them had to not know one parent, either a fatherless or a motherless child had to be, had to be. But then how did they find out? Like what, where was that moment or that person that was like, yo, you know, such and such and such as your mother, such and such and such as your father. Like, I want to know. I really want to, I want to know. I got to know. Uh, No, seriously. I was there in relationship while the damage. I mean, yeah, you got kids. You know, just just go on social media and be like, just kidding, you know. <laughs> but clearly he don't care because he told the whole world. I just feel like you just invested so much time. So keep going. Keep going with it. <laughs> oh, here we go. Um, they reunited with the parent that wasn't there. Then there's social media. Good point. That could have been too. That is. That could have been. Man, you got to be careful out here because you could technically be dating a cousin uh, uh, or any type of family member because you're right. If you have parents that have stepped out and had like 50 million, 11 families, which happen, you can't end up dating a relative. It it, it can't happen. So I, I guess good luck to the family. Good luck to the family. Um, And it doesn't look like she's trying to leave or he's trying to leave. So. Um, so this next thing I thought was hilarious only because this has happened to me before. So this guy was in um, Bojangles and everybody was paying it forward. So when you're paying it forward, the person behind you 
pays for your um pays for your meal or whatever you're purchasing and then it it, it trickles down the, so everybody end up just paying for the other person and so this guy says the person behind him his order was like 45 dollars, and he was like no no I, i'm i'm not gonna do that um let's see if they let me see let me re refresh it because i'm sure it's playing 50 million tiktoks from now and getting to what he had to say about it it's 8 a.m I stopped by Bojangles because I wanted a sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit. Or three, because I got three. By some point then, this lady in this big, bad Buick about runs me over trying to, trying to get in front of me in line. And I'm like, dang, big hungry. The food ain't going nowhere. Like, calm down. So, you know, we waiting in line. I order my food. I get to the window, right? The lady was like, the lady in front of you paid for your food. And I was like, well, thank you. The fact that she paid $15 for, for somebody else, that's wild because I didn't want to pay it for myself. But, you know, I appreciate it. And so the lady was like, do you want to pay for the for the next car's food? And I was like looking at her like, what you mean by that? You know, you know, like, well, how are you going to ask me something like that? She was like, the person in front of her paid for her food. The person in front of that person paid for their food. So it was like a little pay it for it line. You feel me? I don't do that. I don't do that. Now, usually I'd be like, nah, like God, God, God blessed me. If you wanted me to bless somebody else, he would have told me, but I ain't hear nothing from him. You feel me? So here I am feeling generous saying, yeah, how much is the next person's order? You know, I, 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 I got the money. I might as well spend it. You feel me? Please tell me why she looked me dead in my face and said $45.38. $45. She said pay for the next person's food. I didn't sign up to feed the 5,000. All right. Who, 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 who's spending $45 at Bojangles? And I ain't trying to sound broke. But like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing that. But y'all got me bent. I looked at her and I said, mm -mm. <laughs> I was like, uh -uh, I'm good, thank you though. Yeah, that's the story of how I got some free food today. So you know, um, shout out to Big Hungry in front of me. Um, he will not shout out, and he did not. You know, and I get it. People may not have the money to pay it for. I totally get that. Totally get that. But I still get irritated when they break the line. Like I did that in Starbucks once. And I mean, it had went to almost because, you know, you're going to wait a minute for your drinks. So it had already went like back to like the seventh person. And then that eighth person was like, it's how he did it, though. He was like, mm -mm. OK, well, you got to be a steak face about it. And I was upset. And then my husband was like, Renita, what if he didn't have the amount of the person? And I get it. I get it. I get it. But pay it for is such a cool thing because it's like an unexpected blessing. And that's happened to me a couple of times in the drive through And I'm just like, OK, I'll pay for it. But I get it. If it's like a family of five behind you and they went to Wendy's and it's an easy six to fifty dollars and you don't have it. I totally get breaking the line. It's just judgmental for me to think that you should continue following it but anyway i don't know have you guys ever been in a pay it for situation or have you ever started a pay pay it for situation i just thought this was hilarious because i always judge people that break the line <laughs> all right so let's do um a quick commercial that i'm still going to be talking on so i am excited to announce the power her women's conference now this is in march march 10th to march 12th but grab your tickets today before they are gone it is a weekend full packed of just women empowerment women bonding all types of things i um, mean it's located in chicago at the mccormick place now let me tell you what's going on so there the conference entails a paint and sip which is on march uh three rounds of workshops with wonderful people 
um, a lunch, you get a lunch, complimentary spa services. Then there's going to be a gala where there's going to be performances, spoken word, um, and, and music. And then there's going to be a comedy show with uh, Lisa Laird and Erica Clark. And then it's going to be an old school pajama party. And then on Sunday, it's going to be mindful yoga. So it's just a weekend full of just women hanging out and refueling and, re and recharging. So if this is something that you are interested in, or if you want to be a sponsor, excuse me, or you want to be a vendor, be sure to go to Eventbrite and you would type in Power Her Conference 2023. So um, I hope to see you there because I've already got my hotel booked. 2023 is going to be busy because everybody are doing amazing things. So I put that into the comments if you want to just Click on it and check it out. All right. And let me see the next. Uh, what is the next thing? So the next thing we are going to do is what's the 411? I was going to do a commercial, but I'm going to keep going. Okay. So what's the 411? It's just what's going on in, I guess, Hollywood or the world and the news. The first thing I just saw it that like maybe like two hours before this live. And I thought it was interesting and maybe long overdue. There are about 7,000 nurses striking, um, at two at NYC's biggest hospitals. Now, a lot of people can be like, why? I feel like our medical staff is pretty much burnt out, like entire, like entirely burnt out, you know, um, from COVID and just from like, I feel like they were already burnt out, but I feel like COVID just made it worse, you know, just made it worse, just, just tired them out. And so, oh, freezing tenants still use space. Okay. Let me reset this. Cause that's a whole nother news. All right. So let's just get into, um, this strike right quick, eventually. Come on, computer, you can do it. Or I could just read it. So nurses at two of New York City largest hospitals went on strike Monday, potentially leading to disruptions in care around emergency room. Right, because you kind of need nurses, right? Um, in care around emergency room visits and childbirth. Frustrated nurses chanted and waved signs outside of Montefiore um, Medical Center in the Bronx and Mount Sinai, demanding higher wages. The walkout involves as many as 3,500 um nurses and 3,600 from Mount Sinai. The New York State Nurses Association, which represents the workers, said, said it was being forced into the drastic step because of chronic understaffing that leaves them caring for too many patients. And they work like a million hours, right? So striking nurses sang the chorus from Twisted Sisters 1984. We're not going to take it. I ironically know that, that song. On Monday morning outside of Mount Sinai. Um, later in the day, a few bottles were thrown toward the picketers from a window of a NHCHA building across the street. Police said they were looking into the matter. matter. They said we were heroes only two years ago. We was on the front lines of the city when everything came to a stop. That is what I'm saying. When everybody was at home quarantining, there were, there were our um, nurses out there trying to aid to people that they couldn't even protect or they couldn't even keep alive because of this because of this covid and this um this foreign this foreign disease that was floating around and so they said we was on the front lines of the city when everything came to a stop and now we need to come to a stop so they can understand how much we mean to this hospital and into the patients so um i really hope that they get the pay that they 
that they desire. I don't really know. Um, I don't really know because I feel like they were underpaid before the pandemic. Like I feel like they were underappreciated before the pandemic. So I think that um that really sucks. And I feel like our healthcare providers need healthcare providers. Like they need therapists and they need to go to the doctor and they need to take care of themselves. So um my heart goes out to them. And before I get into more with Kiwi Reed, I'm gonna do a commercial and I'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by Better Health. People often think anxiety looks one way, but it has many faces and many emotions that sometimes can be overwhelming and daunting. I know about this feeling all too well because at a point I felt powerless to my emotions, almost to the point of drowning in them. So I decided to seek out a therapist to later learn that I have generalized anxiety disorder. If you have been experiencing the same feeling, please know that BetterHelp is here to help. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You have the option of talking with a therapist in a private, online environment at your convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in under 48 hours. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with the therapist in under 48 hours. Then you will schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you get to exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. Thanks to therapy, I learned the tools that I needed to conquer my anxiety and over-obsessive thinking. I did it afraid, and I took that leap to talk with someone to later learn that it was going to be okay and that I was going to be okay. Please know that you can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Join the 3 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced better health therapist. And better yet, get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash B-Y-O-K. That's betterhelp.com because you deserve it yes yes that is our sponsor betterhelp.com um as i said in a commercial if you go to betterhelp.com backslash byok you get 10 percent off your first month of service so um be sure to to grab the help that that is around you you know um just even if it's just to just talk things out you know um so the next topic uh with what's the 411 okay i don't even know these people the only people that i know is gucci man but this was such a a whole thing that i was just like engrossed in the story once again the internet got me and so big scar friend i guess big big scar was a rapper that passed away so big scar friend says gucci man offered to pay for his funeral but he ghosted them the next day basically he said that um he blocked him i don't know if we want to get into the whole thing see if you were gonna pay for the funeral you blocked him that's not real, cuz on God, that's not real. You ain't straight. You ain't straight. So he's mad. He said he wasn't straight. We're not gonna go through the whole thing. So, so, um, <laughs> Gucci's wife took to social media and was like, Keisha Kiora, she said she shares a photo of flowers. Um, following the drama over Big Scar's funeral. And so Tommy says, I don't care what you do for me. I'm grateful for any and everything because I know nobody's entitled to do anything at all. This disgusting man, I don't care what really happened is wrong. And so I guess people, so so she's showing the receipts. Like, look, we did give you something for the funeral or whatever. 
Okay, so let's go. Let's fast forward. People, I can't believe that. That's how I know that news was really, really, really slow. Because why is this? Uh, why is this a subject and why am i talking about it why because i sat and i watched all of these so this is what he paid for their food who paid for their food so somebody is trying to figure out somebody i got them right here do he think gucci man is gonna answer the phone he really called he called the funeral home to see if gucci man First of all, the funeral home. They're going to answer your phone today. Hello, Hello, how you doing this morning? Doing fine. You? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Just calling. I had a, I had a little question for you. People really got energy uh -huh. in time, boy. They Who really paid for their phone now? Did Gucci pay for their phone? Sir, we can't disclose that. You'll have to talk to his, uh, the young man's parents. Right. No, Gucci White put their receipt up there. We just trying to find out. We the people. <laughs> we the First of all, first of all, nobody's entitled to do anything for you. Um, so if he gave 10K, whatever K to the funeral, or or if he didn't, he was never entitled to do that. Let's just put that out there. But the fact that they did put money on the funeral and everybody is invest, you know, inspect the gadget. I don't I don't understand what people be wanting from these celebrities sometimes. Like, and it almost feels like like you'll feel guilty for even offering something because people and opportunities do stuff like this. Like, I just think that this was just, this was just so unnecessary. Now this is what made the whole story worth it. So, um, the rapper's uh, father took to, um, social media and let me refresh it. And he said this. Wow. I got to send shouts out to Atlanta records, man. They gave my son a big boy chance. Gucci, I got to send shouts out to Gucci too, y'all. Y'all might not like it, but I got to give my boy what he did, man. He gave my son a major, major chance, man. You know, I can't let y'all throw dude under the bus like, like, oh, yeah, like, he was like under Gucci's, uh, come on now. Uh, the truth like, is the truth, man. The truth is the truth. I gave nobody permission to do that. They sent their 10 bands. Gucci, he sent his 10 bands. I covered the rest. I covered the rest. I appreciate that. Big time. Big what time. Certain things were said that, 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 that shouldn't have been said. It was wrong. Man to man, I wish somebody would have just died my, you know, and talked to your guy 100. You know what I'm saying? All this out of control. Wait, wait. So not only did he give ten thousand to the funeral, all the people that's on online didn't put a dime on that funeral, and they're going, they're going online trying to. Uh, I'll keep going. Gucci them, Gucci them. Hey, they best thing ever happened to my son. You know, nobody deserved this here. Shouts out, shouts out to them folks, man. So basically, Shouts the father declared to air. Once again, Gucci you know, didn't have to. I wish I could have met you, though. Shook your hand. You know, just heard from me. You know what I'm saying? But I just feel like we're in a culture where people feel entitled to things all the time. Like, you, you have because you have it, you have to give it to me. It's nice if somebody gives you things. 
but they don't have to do nothing. Don't nobody have to do anything. I just want to put that out there. You know, so when somebody does share kindness and 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 want to, you know, help you out, you should appreciate what what they can give you and what they give you. I just feel like it was crazy because this was really like floating on social media and I'm like over a funeral and it looked like he paid for it. That, that was strange to me. Strange to me. Okay, so the last thing that we're talking about on What's the 411? Um, this is Tommy. I love Tommy. She was on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. And she didn't come back, and I was sad because she was one of my favorites. Uh, was it Atlanta? I don't know. But um, she got bamboozled, she said, allegedly, by Paula Abdul. So uh, let's see what she has to say. Like, it's just really, it's just really. Up. like you get what i'm saying like i worked so hard on this y'all see me working on this no i didn't have like some big supporters i didn't do the commercial yet or whatever but we working you get what i'm saying we working towards everything starting off small i had high hopes for this business all of that and like to just wake up and see that like bro that's that's crazy you took my down to the look of my frames like down to the cat eye that i speak so highly on like y'all know how I've been pushing kill frames like this is crazy, bro. I see this happen all the time to us, but I never thought like for real for it to be me. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like nobody was thinking about that audio frames. Who was thinking about that? Like, you get what I'm saying? Who was thinking about that design? I would catch all the time. Like, I just, I'm in disbelief. I'm in shock. I'm crying. I'm mad. I'm, I'm real mad. Like, this is like, it's just really, it's just really. Up. like you get what i'm saying oh, like i work i started over so these are the frames that she was talking about i'm sorry i'm on attention span went away uh <laughs> so these are these are the frames that she's talking about and she said for everybody saying she doesn't know me i don't know her either but she knows when she went into the office those frames she now try to push as her own are kilt frames and for that she's disgusting and so is the company for going behind my back and trying it trying my look and my design, my idea. She should have came up with her own. But look, everybody, we all we all we but we all know everybody ain't able to copy and paste. So she's mad she's mad about it and she has every right to be mad about it. We're not in those rooms. So we don't know what they saw, what they said, you know, but I'm sorry, Tommy. But I mean, you're you. People can can try to copy you all they want to they could be 50 million sunglass companies but what they aren't is you what they don't bring to the table is you so um just stay encouraged just stay encouraged tommy uh so before we get into our last um our topic of the night i'm gonna do one last commercial i'll be right back because everybody's always like i'm the queen of manifestation by the time i say something it's it's done but people don't realize I only speak when I have a plan. Mm. So I may not just give my plan out at the time, but I always say this is going to happen because I've set and developed a plan before I spoke about it. And the half of the time, the downfall to vision boards are the pictures are pretty. It's all glitz. A lot of times we put them on poster boards. So what I did, the concept of what I did for this group was I put it actually on a beautiful picture frame. Um, and you can put this up. Actually, I do have some pictures they sent me. They're in their living rooms, their offices, because it's a really nice picture frame, but it had to be specific goals. They couldn't be general. So for example, if you said, um, I want to buy a house, that sounds like a really huge goal, right? But nope, we started at the bottom. The first thing is identify your debt. <laughs> 
identify your savings identify your budget of what you can afford then you know like each month was such a different step people don't realize visions are big but it takes small consistent steps to actually manifest anything okay okay so that is just um that is tamika hill and she is going to be at um the first byok virtual event which is manifest your vision with the plan with tamika hill and so she's going to be talking about not only having the vision but um creating the steps to fulfill that vision so if you want to be a part of that you it's a virtual event so you can you know, uh, sign up for it. It's $19.99 and you can go to www.beyourownkind.com and register for those tickets while they last. It's actually on January 29th at 4.30 p.m. Central Time. So I hope to see you there because I feel like it's going to be a very um, a, a learning experience and it's going to be good time because it's, it's interactive. So it's not like you just listening to her for an hour and a half. It's actually her asking questions and we're actually discussing you know, how, how you're going to reach those plans. So I'm super excited about that. All right. So let me stop the screen here and we're going to get into our topic, which it didn't change. Let me change it right quick, but you know what? Forget it. It is about <laughs> making room for your overflow, making room for your overflow. That was last week's. So what I say about that, and I said it earlier um, when I was on um, YouTube, is so we have these plans, and you know we make the we make we have the vision, we make the provision, we take the time to to get it out, you know, to to go forward with it. Yet for some reason something's blocking it. Something's blocking it. You you go right, something's blocking it. You go left, something's blocking it. Nine times out of ten, it is because you're in a stuffy room. Either you're in a physical stuffy room, either your your mind is cluttered, your spirit is cluttered, and you haven't left room for for your for your dreams. You haven't left room for the ending results. And so today we're talking about like letting go, like letting go. And so in my uh my BYK Facebook group, all these shameless plugs, y'all, they tell me I have to do it, right? Um, and I asked them. What is the hardest thing about letting go? And it was a lot of interesting um, responses. And I resonated with all of them. Um, but one of the ones that I know is the unknown. So, so I feel like sometimes we don't let go because we're basing it off of past experiences. So, so last time I tried to do something, it didn't work. So if I just hold on to this little bit of career or this little bit of something, I know that I can depend on this thing, even though it's toxic and it's not good for me, I'm going to hold on to this thing because it's familiar, it's comfortable, and I know that it's reliable. Even Because sometimes what we, <laughs> the things that we think are reliable be the most irreliable, just the most unreliable things. You know, of course you, okay, you're in a relationship and you've been in there for years, but has it has it served you? Is it still the same love? Is it iron sharpen iron type thing? Um, have you guys went anywhere in the last couple of years? Not travel. I mean, just went anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Have you have you made goals together and have those goals come to fruition? Does he give you love when you want to uh, step or he or she give you love when you want to step up and do things? Are they supportive? That's even with friendships. Are they supportive or are they just around, you know, for the ride? 
And just in case you make it, they can say that they're there, but they don't really give you feedback. They don't show up to any of your events, et cetera, et cetera. Or it could be just your mind. Like you, you want to move forward in a career, want to move forward in this, but you got all those defeated thoughts because you're either, you're either nurturing uh, mental seeds that have been planted in your head for years and they're just growing and growing and growing. Or, or after a while, you just, I think that is happening. That does happen. And then you just, you just like believe that stuff. You just believe you're not capable. You just believe that you're not smart. You just believe that. And so you hold on to those thoughts because even though those thoughts aren't taking you anywhere, you holding on to those thoughts because they're familiar. Now they're not productive. (laughs) They're not getting you anywhere, but they're familiar and they're cozy. So I feel like sometimes we stay in situations, sometimes for the nostalgia. I'm going to be with, I'm going to be best friends with this person forever because I've known them for years. But if the last time they've added value to your life was 20, 50 years ago, what are they doing now? Is, is it that same value today? Same thing with the career. Careers are not set in stone. Okay, you got the doctorate or you got the master's degree or whatever you're in. But are you still excited to go there? Do you still have that oomph to go? Or are you just, are you just in a routine? You know, so... So that's the question is that this is why I asked this question, like, what is the hardest thing about letting go? And um, it's it's stepping into the unknown, stepping into something that's unfamiliar, you know. And so I just I just think that this is why we hold on to things, because, yes, you want to move forward, but it's scary moving forward because you don't know what's ahead. And so um, in a blog, of course, we're in by BYOK, you know that. Got to plug myself. Um, in, in this blog that I wrote this week called The Pinnacle Detox, I'm just going to read the first half of it. Um, wait a minute. Wait. I don't know. At the start of the year, we set resolutions to eliminate or abstain from things we may have indulged in the previous year. January, we go full. First February, we are still at it, yet actions may decline. By March, it's like resolution. Res- resolution who? What is it about detoxification or abstinence that makes the heart grow weary? Is it because it, fo- it forces us out of our comfort zone or becomes anxious from its absence? If we don't purge physically, mentally, and spiritually, toxicity remains in our system. So, for instance, um, you have that, that gallon of milk sitting in the refrigerator. Let that bad boy sit in the refrigerator months, two months from now. You're not going to drink that. You're not going to want to consume it because it's spoiled. It's spoiled. It's curdled. It stinks. So why would you put that into your body? Same as with anything. If something is sitting too long dormant in your life, it will spoil. So why still consume it? Why still entertain it? Why still why still be a part of it? Because it's spoiled. It's curdled. It's curdled. So when you when you consume it, what happens? You're going to get sick. You're going to get sick. You get sick mentally which is de- being defeated, you know, so you get the point, you know, so when we hang on to things that are, that are spoiling or spoil, some, like, I love people in their 50s and 60s, because when they see one spot of something being spoiled, they let it go, I feel like younger people have energy for that, but I feel like the older you get, the more you're like, okay, this is not serving me, I gotta let it go, and I feel like detoxing and letting go becomes easier the older that you get because the more you realize i'm not going to tolerate that i'm not going to keep going in them circles look um i got a life to live i'm in my 50s i'm in my 60s you know and and i feel like 
that's why it's easier for them to let go. And if you ever talk to somebody older than you, they're always going, their biggest thing they're going to say is, well, does, is it serving you? Well, girl, let it go there because that's their, that's their thing. And, and I, I, I love that, you know, I love that because why are we holding on to it? Because why, if it's not serving us, why? And so, um, anyway, so I define the word toxic, which is poisonous, spoil poisonous. You know, when when you in the definition above, we are reminded that anything toxic is poisonous. When we choose to eat poor, eat poorly daily, we consume toxins. Our energy will be contaminated if we keep harmful and hateful individuals around us. When we start believing self-defeating thoughts, we are putting ourselves down. Therefore, scheduling a purging session is essential to eliminate people, places, and things that no longer serve you. If you want to get into the whole the whole um post, you can just go to uh that's why things have expiration dates. They do. They do. I can't see your name, but they do. Thank you. It's like, it's like everything has a season, right? Like we're, we're taught that everything has a season. And so when that season is up, it's time to give that up. It's And you know what? And it sounds so easy, right? Just let it go. No, no. It's levels. It's steps to letting things go. You, years and years of something being in your life or someone being in your life, that's almost like a death. You're grieving. You're grieving the fact that this thing couldn't go as far as you wanted it to go, you know, because it has an expiration date. But once again, if you let things go past that expiration date, it's just going to poison you. It's, it's just going to poison you. And so I, I used to, um, hey, cuz. <laughs> I do not know why Facebook won't let me see names, <laughs> but yes, you're right. You know, like, and there are signs to when things are hitting an expiration date definitely are, but we ignore them because we, we don't want to let go of that thing. Um, another answer was the, 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 it's permanent. You know, and sometimes when we let things go, it's not permanent. It's just not fit for that season. Always say a prayer like, you know, um, Lord, whoever needs to be in this season, whoever needs to be in this season, let them be in there. Who needs to be out? Take them out. And, you know, and some people, they're in certain seasons in your life. And some sometimes they out. And some people flow back in or some situations flow back in. Everybody is not meant for every season. And so the one thing that you're holding on to, if you let that thing go, it may grow and evolve and come back differently where it does serve you in the future. But if you hold on tight to something or you're trying to control someone, you will find yourself out of control. I've learned that the more the tightly, the more tightly wound you try to hold something, the more you're actually losing control. You want to know why? Because your your need to control is controlling you. So you're under control by trying to be in control so when you let things go and let things flow you never know what can float back to you but you you gotta let it go first and you ever seen that meme i love that meme with the little teddy bear um where the, the little girl got the little teddy bear and then behind guys back it's like a huge teddy bear do you know if you let go of that little thing you're making room for something even bigger when you let go of that toxic relationship you're leaving room for uh, somebody who's going to love you the way that you deserve to be loved you know what i'm saying um, one of the best things I learned from Yosha Thomas was purging. Yes, it's not exact, but every few months I have to let go of things that aren't serving me any purpose. I have to let them go. I've learned that sometimes it's not only things, it can be people. Yes, 
and you, you and I love what you're saying, and I can't wait um, for Miosha to be on on the podcast to talk more about this because it's important to purge. Even I know people that purge their Facebook um, followers every so many months, or people that go through their phone. You're right, and they're like, I haven't talked to them, or this person is talking. I'm never going to talk to them again. And they they're leaving room for God to flow people that need to be in their life, things that need to be in their life, and floating them to places that they need to get to where they're trying to get to. And it's like we ask God for these things. I want this. I want that. But we won't let go of the things. <laughs> that that he asked us to and he's like if you just let go if you could just let go and leave room for this blessing i'm trying to i'm trying to push up on you you know like <laughs> let it go you know and so um i i love that i love that like a every month thing like every three months i purge my closet why first of all i don't need all them clothes second of all i probably can't wear half of them clothes and i have a short attention span and um after a while i just don't like certain clothes so i i give them away to someone else you know call somebody see if they need anything or take it to the salvation army anything i i can be a blessing to someone else because god has blessed me with an abundance and that's another thing about about purging when you have been blessed already with an abundance if you want to go to another level of that Give that of that stuff away and leave room for the next level, next level. You know, um, I just think it's amazing how we hold on tight to things. And I, like I said, I think it's always because of of something being familiar. And we, I think we just already answered this question of what are the advantage of letting things go. I have one word: freedom. Freedom of letting things go. When you get into the practice of letting things go, um, like as was said. Um, you, it's get easier. So you don't hold on tight. So you get something, but then you pass it along. You bless somebody else. Then you get, it's supposed to be a conveyor belt almost. Like you're blessed, you pass it along. You're blessed, you're passing along. You're blessed, you're passing along. When you are blessing someone else and you are leaving room for you to be blessed or for you to go to a new level or for you to get abundance, when you are leaving room in your mind and taking out all the clutter, then the ideas can flow. Then you can sleep better so you can have the energy to do <laughs> what you're trying to do. So anytime we are giving something away or leaving room for something, no, I, I lost my train of thought. Anytime we are doing those things and we're giving back or we're uh, reorganizing thoughts or we're picking and choosing actions, or we're picking and choosing emotions that we're going to, like, we don't hoard things, I feel like that's when things can flow into our life, as when we're not holding on to anything entirely, because like, like Bernita said, everything has an expiration date, so we should always be in, we should be in the mindset that this is temporary, we don't know how long temporary is, but it's temporary, today I'm doing this live show in 10 years, who knows? I might not even be doing this live show. I might be doing something else. Nothing is permanent. Nothing is permanent, you know? And and I feel like that's how you change. That's how you evolve, how you go to the next level, how you make your talents make gifts for you, make room for you. That's the thing, let your talents make room for you. So if you're stuck at this one talent and you don't want to evolve that talent or you don't want to take that talent to the next level, that talent can't grow. It can't expand. You can't get better at your craft. You know, so I just feel like, man, now I'm thinking letting go of it. Letting go is not just tangible. 
it's it's everything. It's everything. Nothing we should hold tight to because tomorrow isn't promised, not in the sense of death, but tomorrow's dreams aren't promised. They may change. Life may happen. Life may take you to another direction. But if you're holding on so tightly to your dreams and what you thought your life could be, man, man, how you could be compressing the life that's greater beyond your dreams beyond your dreams and for those that that are christians the bible says eyes have not even seen nor ears have heard you know or i always forget it nor um what is it um imagination no i'm gonna write i'm gonna read it because i don't i don't let me see i never know the second part never the last part there it is Eyes have not seen, ear, nor ears heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. So if you're doing the work, if you're doing the energy work, if you're doing the prayer work, if you're if you're busting your butt every day and you and you see that you're just at a standstill or you always got an attitude and you feel uneasy, maybe it's that time to purge. Maybe it's that time to let go and leave room because I feel like if I wake up every day and I'm uncomfortable it's something in my life that I need to change, something in my life that I enjoy yesterday that I don't enjoy today. So it's just really important. And I don't want to keep repeating myself, but that is what I wanted to, to talk about today because it's just it's just so important. And thank you for the comments, because this is not like if I if I let go of something today, that doesn't mean I never have to let go of anything. And letting go is not always hard. It's just it's I mean, not hard. Letting go is not always easy. Um but it's necessary. It's necessary. And some things, sometimes God will make a way for you to escape where things will just drop off. And don't go back for it. <laughs> That's the thing. When he flows things out of your life, don't go back for it. Let it flow. Let it flow because it's always something greater ahead. So, um, yeah, that is my soapbox for today. <laughs> Um, this was a really good show, and I thank you to all of you that um, took myself out. I thank you for all of you that have joined the live and gave me comments and just watched me. You could have been anywhere that you wanted to be on a Tuesday night, but you decided to be with me, and I am so um so grateful for that if you are on youtube please remember to subscribe to the youtube channel make sure that you can follow me on any social media sites which is beyond kind 24 everywhere i don't know how i manage that or you can make sure that you sign the not sign sign up for the email newsletter at by be your own kind dot Come. I only send it out once a week. I promise. Once a week. Once a week. And until next time, um, don't forget to be kind to each other, but also to be kind to yourself. And also to give yourself patience when letting go. It's not easy. You know, you may want to grab and it's okay. Just in anything that we do that's uncomfortable, trust the process and be patient with yourself because this is a new thing and it's nothing that you you know this is not an overnight thing it's it's an everyday thing it's a day-by-day -day thing so just stay encouraged and i'll see you guys next tuesday bye